and welcome back to The Daily Poem here on the Close Reads Podcast Network. I'm David Kerr. Today's poem is by George Herbert, who lived from 1593 to 1633, another poet who lived a relatively short life. Many of Herbert's poems were about subjects that William Harmon referred to as monotonous, almost always scriptural, he says. Um, Now, I don't know that I would use the word monotonous, but I think what he's trying to say is clear. They seem on the surface um, more like hymns, uh, the way we think of hymns than we would think of traditional poems on the surface. But the more you read them, you begin to recognize that there is a um, that there's a variety of perspectives that he drops into these poems. That there's scenarios that are acting that are being enacted, um, and and I think that that's really interesting. Today's poem is called "Love Three, which came from a collection called "The Temple" and was published shortly after his death. Among the other poems in this collection were apocalyptic poems which followed this and and William Harmon writes about this in the anthology 100 Greatest Poems. He wrote poems called Death, Doomsday, Judgment, and Heaven and as Harmon writes, these all record the experience of a soul brought into the presence of the God who is love. In this particular poem, Herbert personifies love and the, the, the voice of this poem, the narrator of this poem is having a conversation with love. So this is Love 3 from George Herbert. Love bade me welcome Yet my soul drew back, guilty of dust and sin. But quick-eyed love, observing me grow slack from my first entrance in, drew nearer to me, sweetly questioning if I lacked anything. A guest, I answered, worthy to be here. Love said, you shall be he. I, the unkind, ungrateful, ah, my dear, I cannot look on thee. Love took my hand and smiling did reply. Who made the eyes but I? Truth, Lord, but I have marred them. Let my shame go where it doth deserve. And know you not, says love, who bore the blame? My dear, then I will serve. You must sit down, says love, and taste my meat. So I did sit and eat. You can see the the conversation going on here. Every time the poet begins to express some kind of uh, shame or humility at, at his own state and the state of his, his own soul, love pushes back against that, responds with, with forgiveness, says, don't worry about that. I have taken care of that. Um, and then in, in reading it out loud, perhaps the, the nature of the conversation is not exactly coming across, so I will read it again. And I do recommend you look at this poem if you can. You can find it in the anthology and certainly online pretty much anywhere. Um, this is a six-line stanza rhyming A, B, A, B, C, C. Um, and and the, the, the meter and things like that alternate, which is kind of interesting. Um, in some ways, I find this poem to be kind of a particularly modern poem, which is unusual uh, given that it was written in the 1600s. Um, but some of the things that he does with enjambments and, and bringing the lines together and the way it kind of flows feels uh, very contemporary. Um, I think in that way, Herbert was probably pretty influential. I'm no Herbert scholar, uh, but I know that there is a lot of writing about the influence of Herbert on subsequent poets. So if you're interested in that, it might be worth a, worth a Google search or checking out a book somewhere. One thing I like about this, and Harmon talks a little bit about this, not, not quite in a ton of detail, but it, you can see, you can feel the scene being acted out, right? It, it, the love, the love character actually takes the poet's hand. You know, there's this very gentle moment where he takes the poet's hand and smiles before he replies. It's not, it, so there's like, there's a very, there's some action behind this, this, this poem, behind the scenario in this poem. 
And, and I really like that. I love how that can wake, awaken the imagination and, and, and create sensory detail that makes it seem so human. It's not just this abstract poem, but there's something very human about it. And in that way, it calls to mind perhaps the love of a parent, the love of a spouse when they're forgiving you, when they're saying, don't worry about it. They would, you know, maybe they take your hand or they touch you on the shoulder or something and they, they, um, they say, they smile at you. And that smile is what helps you feel like everything's okay. There's something I think particularly uh, true about that for children and parents, right? And I think that that mirrors the relationship that Herbert is getting at in terms of um, our relationship with, with God, with love. So here it is one more time, Love 3 by George Herbert. And you can check out Love 1 and 2 if you'd like. But again, here it is. Love bade me welcome, yet my soul drew back, guilty of dust and sin. But quick-eyed love, observing me grow slack from my first entrance in, drew near to me, sweetly questioning if I lacked anything. A guest, I answered, worthy to be here. Love said, you shall be he. I, the unkind, ungrateful, ah, oh, my dear, I, I cannot look on thee. Love took my hand and smiling did reply, who made the eyes but I? Truth, Lord, but I have marred them. Let my shame go where it doth deserve. And know you not, says love, who bore the blame? My dear, then I will serve. You must sit down, says love, and taste my meat. So I did sit and eat. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another episode.